The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. I got a fever, and the only prescription is more over the line! This, I'm sorry, Smokey, you were over the line, that's the problem. Is the Cigar Authority. Is it true that if you don't use it, you lose it? The Authority. Is that a serious question? On everything cigar. No, it wasn't. Yeah. Looks like I picked the wrong week to quit smoking. And out of the cigar industry. Sounds pretty awesome. With your host. You have to use so many cuss words. David Garofalo. Whenever I'm about to do something, I think, would an idiot do that? And if they would, I do not do that thing. Mr. Jonathan. Check out the name tag. You're in my world now, Grandma. Barry Stein. Put the scotch on the rocks. Any scotch will do, as long as it's not a blend, of course. Uh, single malt. Glenlivet, Glenfiddich, perhaps. Maybe a Glengow. Any Glen. It's time to light them up. Sounds really fun. It's time. Cool. Cool. Cool, cool. For the Cigar Authority. I gotta have more cowbell. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Saturday, August 12th, 2017. Broadcasting live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Soundstage today in our new studio. It's a work in progress called Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, and it's been a long time since this country had a good five-cent cigar, but now it has a great $5 cigar, not just here in New Hampshire, but everywhere in the country except for one city in one state, and Barry will get to that later on. Welcome, everybody, to The Cigar Authority. And you're listening to The Cigar Authority, broadcasting over eight years and now the longest continually running cigar podcast Voted the cigar, imba- voted the ambassadors of cigars by Cigar Journal magazine. Voted the top ten educational podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is now the most listened to podcast in the world. Cigar radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network. Catch the podcasts on demand at any time or our daily blog on thecigarauthority.com. Well. For those that are watching, something looks different. There's yeah. a, there's Can't something quite place different it. about this. I miss my stretchy table, green tablecloth. Yeah. <laughs> I'm afraid to put my hands on the, the top of this because it makes fingerprints. It does. It does. Somebody already to... has plenty of fingerprints in his area. Yeah. So this is our new sound stage, uh, the La Florida Dominicana cigar stage. <coughs> we, we did it up for you, La Florida Dominicana. How nice is this? Um, this is a audio show. It's a podcast, mm-hmm. but we are on what? Uh, YouTube? Yes, we yeah. are. And uh, CigarAuthority.com. Yeah. And I believe we are broadcasting in high definition. Ah. This does not need to be in high definition, though. Well, we need to be in high definition. We don't, but this this stage is pretty impressive. It is. All lit up, and it changes color. And you, this is... We just... Just did this, what, two days ago? Two days ago, we finished it up. Thanks to Sammy B's custom carpentry, his whole crew. We had five guys here yep. banging this thing out. Show a, uh, you know, I remember we used to do a commercial on it, and it says, give us something difficult. We like, well, how about building a thing you've never built before? Right, right. Yeah. A TV set. <laughs> yep, we got this in uh, one day. Long day. Long one day, day, but one day. Banged so, it out. Uh, lots of changes going on. This is a work in progress, as I say. Um, this will be Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. Why Cafe? Because it's going to be a coffee shop, and within a coffee shop is a live action podcast studio, which is this. Um, and if you're interested in doing a podcast, talk to me. Tell me something. You could talk to me too. Yeah, I, I'm capable of handling this. So we're gonna uh, we'll get that going. So uh, let's let's light up in uh, celebration of our new studio. 
And uh, this is uh, this cigar will be 25 years old this year. 25 years old. It's Dos Hombre. Tell us about it, Barry. Well, we're going to light up the Dos Hombre Dominican Cabinet. And what this country needs is a really good five-cent cigar was a statement once made by Thomas Marshall. While the days of the five-cent cigar might be long gone, United Cigar Group has answered with the 21st century equivalent, a great $5 cigar. Today we light up the first of two from this month's care package, Dos Hombres Cabinet Dominican. And as United... Uh, you said, but we still can't speak. Right. And uh, United Cigar asked the question, why spend double the amount for a cigar and be unsatisfied when you could smoke Dos Hombre Cabinet Dominican? Okay, so this is the Lonsdale, and this is exactly $5 retail. As I say, everywhere in the United States, doesn't matter what the taxes and with that state, and it's very complicated how that happens through United Cigar and the retailer, but the idea is it goes to you, the consumer, is listening for exactly $5. Every single state, every single city within that state, with one exception, one city in one state, we'll get to that later on in the show. But by the box also, a discount already provided. So this is, remember the old days you'd, you'd open a box of cigars. You don't remember because nobody here is old enough that you'd open up and it'd say five cents printed right on inside the box lid. Well, this has $5 right on in the box lid and also has the box price, which is, these are 20-count boxes. So it would be a box of 100 with a line through it, and that says $84.99. So a discount, 15%, already provided for you buying a whole box of 20, taking the price down to $4.25. So we'll see what this is about. This is a grandfathered-in product. As I say, it's been around for over 25 years. Uh, dos Ombre, meaning two guys um, and this was uh, a lady from the bank that worked at the bank next to us when we opened in Everett Massachusetts and put the brand out our first store was Somerville then we did East Boston by the time we got to Everett a few years had passed by and this lady from the bank who was of Puerto Rican descent uh, would come in and uh, it her lunch break or whatever to grab some stuff and we had coffee and different things that were in the store at the time and she used to come in and say dos hombre and i had no idea what the hell she was talking about and later on the next day dos hombre and then by the fifth sixth time she ended up saying that i walked over and i said are you are calling you me fat yeah <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying when you come in what are you saying and she says oh dos hombre that means two guys dos hombre dos is two Ombre is guys, two guys. And I said, oh, that's good. How do you spell it? And I wrote it down and then actually made my first private label brand uh, that day from her. Did she get any royalties? She got no royalties <laughs> at all. Every once in a while, she comes by and says, how's Dos Ombre doing? And I said, very good. Nothing for you. <laughs> but... Um, Besides that, uh, no, st still a good friend, and uh, she comes by and sees my mother and stops by the house. Uh, nice woman. So uh, let's give it a cut and light and, uh, in celebration of our new set. Yeah, it's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo was the brand while all other brands were raising prices. Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, Tradition and excellence. Excellence. So how good can a $5 cigar be, right? 
I cheated. Raspberry I re- strudel. I, re- I reviewed them this week on the show. I know <laughs> how they are. Not bad. Did you hear that? <laughs> Raspberry strudel? That's the cold draw for you people that uh, take time to enjoy this, your cigars. This is a care package? Yes, it is. So this is the white banded one. This is the white banded one. Some people got the Lonsdale. Some people got the Churchill. Um, there wasn't enough Lonsdales for everybody. Um, so the chat room is chiming in with a little bit of a mixture. Um, so some people got a larger cigar. Okay. Better than a smaller cigar, right? Well, uh, it depends. It, yeah, it depends because you may you could consider yourself lucky that you got more tobacco, but I would say you got a little gypped on the flavor. So taste this before you light the cigar because he just nonchalantly threw out the... Re- the uh, mm-hmm. Tastes the, like raspberry. Or it even could be apple strudel. Could be apple strudel. Stop talking crazy. There's cinnamon in apple. There's no cinnamon in this. It's a strudel. We're going to light our... Uh, I, I just would like the record to show, boys, that I am using the desk as it was intended. Yeah. I've got my paperwork underneath. Yeah, all nice and clean. I got just too much paperwork. I can pull it off. So we're going to light our cigar today with the Vertigo Comet. This is a dual jet. This is new. Brand new from the folks at Vertigo. Dual jet. Two jets fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. You've got a bullet punch that flips out at the bottom, an easy adjustment wheel, a see-through window so you know how much fuel you have at all times, and pay attention to the, the way these jets are angled because they're angled in so you get the power of two jets, ah. but you get the pinpoint accuracy of a single they jet They think lighter. of everything. So would you say $150? These retail for $24.99. This is the <laughs> Vertigo Comet. That's yeah, awesome. Alan Gold from um, Vertigo coming in this week. Mm. Coming up this week. So we'll see him. He's a little camera shy, but we should we should pull him up on the set and bang out a 10-minute interview with him to be used. But that was maybe a, on the show that you're not the little, here. The little interview we did with him at the IPCP. Yes, I did. Yeah. And uh, he used he, the patented big-ass tank yeah. right in his thing. And he got yelled at from, uh, I think, his daughter for swearing. <laughs> <laughs> they made me do it. They made me do it. I hear he's still waiting for the $20, Jonathan promised him to say it. Is that what he's waiting for, well, Barrett? He, he can come by and get that because... Because uh, I'm still waiting for you to stop pronouncing the H in hombre. Hombre. It's not hombre. And it's dos, not dos. That's because I'm an old computer guy. Yeah. So I look at it and it's dos. It, yeah, it's, it's not. So, uh... Lonsdale. I know everybody didn't get a Lonsdale, but isn't it nice every once in a while? 46? Uh, 46. Yeah, 46 ring gauge. And uh, we had Manuela Noah in, in yes. uh, Nashua this week, From and up. he was saying that the big ring gauge is starting to fade away. Yep. Starting to die down. So I was very interested when he said that, and then I did a little research the following day mm-hmm. just to look at sizes and things, and I believe he is correct. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't new- ring quite as well on the uh, acrylic. You got to be more gentle. You got to finesse. I'm gonna have to have, to have little pads or something. We're gonna ruin this thing, right? It's not gonna be good. You, you better not get any ash on this acrylic, Barrons. I'm just giving you a fair warning right now. I will not be the first person to ash on the desk. It's gonna happen, and it's gonna happen today. <laughs> Sammy said he's already done it. <laughs> that may have been a game of ash tag that went wrong. Yes, you play that with him. So, uh, as Barry said, uh, Thomas Marshall, politician who served as the 28th vice president of the United States under Woodrow Wilson, uh, also a governor of Indiana, 
um, by the way, 24% tax right now in Indiana. But while governor, he was uh, hearing his constituents telling him uh, of all the things they need. We need this, we need that, we need better roads, we need bridges, we need all this stuff like this. And it was reported that he was hurt, overheard leaning over to the person next to him saying what this country needs is a good five cent cigar. Oh, yeah! And that's how it happened. That's you know, how the price of cigars got set at five cents? No, because cigars had been already more than five cents, and he, everybody's complaining all the things that that state needed, and he said what this country needs is a good five cent cigar. That's what he basically cared Basically about. saying, without saying it, that you, you should be able to enjoy the finer things in life without having to spend a fortune. And in 1908, apparently, six cents was an awful lot of money compared to five cents. Well, you go up from five to six, that's a 20% increase. So 109 years ago, with inflation, where does that take a five-cent cigar? $27. $5. Is it? And here we are. Coincidence? And I would say... I think not. I would say at five cents that that would be the customer, that would be the price point where the customer reaches in and grabs a handful. And I'll tell you from experience, that's what happens with Dos Ombre Cabinet. Yeah. They don't buy one. Buy the five bucks. bucks, You grab a handful or a box. Yeah. If you end up saying, okay, I'm going to buy six or seven, why would you not buy 20 and get 15% off and get it for $84.99? You're going to smoke them anyways. Everywhere in the country except one place, and Barry has that on the news. Why would it be just one place? Anyway, introducing Dos Ombre Cabinet. Four blends, six sizes in each blend, all in the $5 cigar range, $5 price range. So the Gordo and the Presidente, the biggest sizes, are $5.89 per cigar and $99 a box. So every box under $100, every single in the $5 price range. Um, Every state. And when you buy by the box, every cigar is in the $4 range. That's right. So um, there's no need for, and I want to get into that, for consumers to cross borders and drive a long way to save the percentage. So going from a state, say, at a 40% tax in Massachusetts, right next to us, and driving all the way to New Hampshire to get, um, to save 40%, there's no need with Dos Ombre. It already does it for you. Uh, All FDA approved as I say, um, some retailers, they say, don't sell very many boxes of cigars anymore. And, I, you, you know, you've been to the trade shows it. and you hear I how many times you say it. Um, usually consumers, unfortunately, uh, for the brick-and-mortar retailer, is retailers have become tasting grounds for brick-and-mortar stores. Like you go in the store and you try the cigar and you say, wow, it's good. You use their lounge. You try the cigar. In the meantime, you're on, you're on your cell phone buying it online maybe because you're saving that tax. Right. This is one that takes it out of it because the guy in that store, you, all you're going to do is wait longer and pay shipping charges because this guy in the store has it the same exact price everybody else has. Hopefully part of the saving grace of the brick-and-mortar cigar retailer. Um, because the guys actually online, not only is 70% of all cigars being sold online right now, a good 70% of the cigars they sell are by the full boxes. In the store themselves, almost none is by the full box. So trying to move things around and try to save that segment. So uh, it will be, right now, we have the Dominican version 
the Honduran version will smoke in the next hour, but also there'll be a Nicaraguan and Mexican and Ecuador blends of them because they all existed and they all exist. So, um, and they'll have a natural Maduro of each one. But right now, there's only a natural. There's only a Maduro. Uh, it was at the trade show to see how it would it would do, uh, how people would take to it, and we're off and running. So, uh, let the games begin. Um, with that. So that is Dos do Sombre Cigars. That ding ding means it's time for the matchup of the week brought to you by VS. VS means versus, but it stands for Victor Sinclair. Victor Sinclair Cigars, who would win this hypothetical battle? So I'm going to go to you on this page here, and I'm going to go with Hillary Clinton uh, versus Monica Lewinsky. Yeah. In Be careful. a celebrity chef challenge. Celebrity chef. What are they making? <laughs> it's an ingredient. So you make anything you want using the ingredient mayonnaise. See, so you should have. You should. Uh-huh. I would have gone bartender <laughs> who can make a better blowjob. The drink. Literally, you're the only person on the planet that knows that that's a drink. I don't even know what that is. So you got Hillary Clinton. Pretty Monica sure it's milk based. Celebrity chef. Would that get some ratings or what? Everybody would tune in and that challenge. All right. I'm going to say if they were making mayonnaise, that I would go that I would go with Monica. Yeah. But since they're using mayonnaise, I'm going to go with the greatest user of all time. And I'm going to say that it's uh, Hillary Rodham Clinton takes the challenge. Yeah. See, I'm going to say it's Monica because Bill lived with Hillary for all these years, knew she couldn't do it right. And he had to go to Monica to get it done correctly. So that carries over into the kitchen. Therefore, it's Monica Lewinsky. I don't think that he hired her because she could make a ham sandwich. He did something better than Hillary already. Or she did something better than Hillary already. So who says that she's not doing that better, too? I would say Hillary never cooked a meal in her life. I think she ever cooked a meal. (laughs) I think at some point she had to have made ramen noodles or something when she was in college. I think they were wealthy right from the go, right? She was. Didn't she come from a wealthy yeah, family? Yeah, she never cooked a meal in her life. The answer is Monica Lewinsky. As usual, Jonathan's wrong. Yeah. Should be used I, to it by now. I can't even believe that this was the, co- this was the question. <laughs> this is the question, and that's the answer. So uh, what are you getting? What are you getting for taste now that um, it is lit? We're smoking it. For me, it's a it's weedy. There's a, there's notes of wheat, and it's a, a little bit of a dry earth, some cedar, but the dominant note is wheat. It's light, and you had said you you had um, smoked this this week and did a review on it. Yep. I was surprised you went to this one first because the Honduran. And you'll everybody see that. was telling me you got to smoke the Honduran. You got to smoke the Honduran. But Thursday I did the Dominican, knowing, knowing we were going to smoke the Dominican first. Friday I did the Honduran. Follow the same game plan as the show. You'd like to do the review before you do the sh- do it on the show because doing a live review. And people have sent me messages on Facebook that I should review the cigars before the show so they can smoke along and see if they're getting what's showing up in the review. But we do it well live. Yes. We do it while we're doing it. So it's studying. Yeah. But Cinnamon you- Toast Crunch. Dry out of the box. No. You got your wheat. You got a little cinnamon in there. Don't encourage him. 
<laughs> Don't encourage him. Sammy B is here for the first time. Get, getting a, well, he's here to make sure in case anything goes wrong, you can if, jump if in. If we and fall through the stage or something happens, fall, be, fall behind he's it. He's did you, did you take my weight into consideration? Yeah, well, I, already, I already told you where you're not allowed to walk. <laughs> yes. <laughs> There's a police tape behind us where I'm not allowed to step. <laughs> <laughs> that part hasn't been uh, zoned for Barry Stein. Correct, yeah. This is a work in progress, as we say. As we say. Is it, um, does it seem, you know, we're going with industrial, what's the look here? Modern industrial. I feel like I'm sitting on... The Fox News stage is what I feel like I'm on. Yeah, the bright lights coming in on us. I feel like we've arrived. This is this is one to this is one to watch just so you see it. So the people that are used to listen to the podcast, they just go to thecigarauthority.com. Boom. And would, <coughs> there's a button on the top of the screen that says "click here to watch now." Yeah, click but that. They, it's Tuesday now. It's it, the video will still be up there. All right. Because I don't change the countdown until Friday. So Friday, I put up the 24-hour okay. countdown to the new episode. So, so it's available to it's watch It's available from 12 p.m. Saturday till about 9.30 a.m. Friday. Okay. And then after, it goes on a drop-down anyway on the web. Webcast. Webcast. Yep. Or you could just go to YouTube, search the Cigar Authority, and you could see all of our shows. And you know what you can do while you're there is actually write something nice. What, what, yeah. what do you call Click that? Click a little review. Review, a mm-hmm. comment. If you've got something nice to say. If you have nothing good to say, keep it to yourself. Who wants to hear that? Nobody, Nobody wants, wants to hear, to hear your negativity. Yeah. We're looking for five stars and five stars only. So we're smoking a $5 cigar, the Dos Ombre. This is the Lonsdale Dominican. It's part of the Cigar Authority Care Package, which is a sold-out thing right now. But we're already in the discussions of do we open that up for Christmas. So this is just a little heads up. The one thing I liked about the cigar that actually caught me off guard, because you figure, all right, $5 cigar, it's going to be a little cheaper. The tobacco's not going to be as aged. The, the burn line and the combustion line on this cigar all well is aged. straight and thin, how it, unlike Jonathan. Let me tell you how it happened is we were buying a lot of cigars. The straight part. I'm thin. <laughs> the straight part. <laughs> we were buying a lot of cigars from certain manufacturers, and I said, I want to do a private label. This is before anybody was doing private labels. I just want something that says Dos Ombre on it, and um, will you do it for me? And then they came with an unbelievable price, and uh, because we were buying so many of their cigars, right. how many am I going to go through of a generic type of product? The answer is a half a million a year. Yeah. A lot of cigars. Metric S-ton. Yeah, not bad for a little private label that we ended up doing. And now we're going actually, uh, for the first time, national with it through uh, our partners at um, United Cigar. So it's out there. If you're a retailer that's listening to, the, to their, reach out to United Cigars. They have it available to you, and you're going to sell it for the same price they're doing in Pennsylvania, Florida, New Hampshire. Right. It doesn't matter where it is. It's the same price, except... One city and one state, and we're going to get to that in the next I got a question. I'm going to put you on the spot. So the original Dos Hombre bundle brand, which is a different blend, had a caricature of you and your brother. Yes. That was the two guys. Yeah. Who was the model for this? Because the guy on the right looks really familiar, like the director of sales. Yes, it looks like Oliver, and it it coincidental. There was an artist that did it up, and... um, I, I thought it looked like him. It looks a little like the guy from Cigar Aficionado, too. Yes, it does. Uh, Gordon Mott? No, no, no. no. Uh, David Savona. Savona. 
Looks like Dave. It's the beard or whatever it is. Then there's a guy with a hat on it that looks like nobody I know. Sinatra. A little Sinatra. Kind of looks a little bit like me without my uh, sky piece. No, we're going to have to find. So we got Oliver there. We got to find a guy that looks like that. We hire him. <laughs> So we're going we're to bring Oliver on the show in a, in a few weeks once this uh, whole thing gets going. But uh, right now, let's go to break. And uh, when we come back, um, what is happening to brick-and-mortar retailers? We talked a little bit about that. Is this the meltdown? Is it all going away? Um, will you be buying your cigars in 10 years? Uh, we got some alarming stats and we're going to share them with you when we return. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. There was a time when cigars were the hallmark of elegance and success. In this time gone by, the aficionado would revel in opening a beautiful box, only to find their favorite celebratory smoke emblazoned with a heritage-laden band. It's time to put the bundle down and travel back to this golden age. For your voyage, may we humbly suggest the only cigar worthy of being packaged in a handmade marble box. Berlin Wall Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up up the diamond crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman's Garco or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Kristoff cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Kristoff is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes, four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the pissed-off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar, and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, 
The Padrón family understands the significance of time. Padrón delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padrón recipe was born. The Padrón mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. I want to tell you about my friend Hochi Blanco, a fourth-generation Dominican cigar maker known for growing tobacco and producing highly acclaimed cigars for other people. If some things stay the same, other things have to change. Finally, Hochi's factory, Tobacalera Palmer, has produced the cigar that not only belongs to the factory, but pays homage to the cigar rolling room known as La Galera. The La Galera Connecticut blend is special, using an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper surrounding a Dominican blend of Piloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and a varietal that Hochi named T112. With the exception of the wrapper, Hochi grows all of the La Galera tobaccos himself and carefully watches over every step. The flavor, smooth, but still offering plenty of flavor in all sizes, paying homage to the people and tools used in the factory. Now for the amazing pot. La Galera, Connecticut has a suggested retail price ranging from $4.95 to $6 and has been awarded the Cigar of the Year by the Cigar Authority. La Galera, Connecticut, creating their own version of the Connecticut cigar because they demand more. Justo and his father, Julio Eiroa, are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar Pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa Tobacco Farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family center company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop to shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste. Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. This Aladino. is Mr. Jonathan Carney with La Florida Minicana Cigars, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Stop, mister, anything. And we are back live from the La Florida Minicana Cigar Sound Stage, located today at Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. That's what we're going to call it. Opening soon here as a cafe, meaning we can have a cup of coffee now. Wouldn't that be nice? Take a coffee break in between, brought to you by Folgers or... It's not going to be Folgers, nothing. <laughs> Why would you even say Folgers? I don't know. It just came to the best whatever. part of So what's happening in, the, in retail? Is this the end of retail as we know it? Uh, it could be. Uh, we got a lot of stats to prove it, and um, we might have some answers, too. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority in the new soundstage. 
It's pretty cool, right? It's badass. They're saying that um, you got to glare off your bald head. So we're going to have to get All the, I hear is jealousy. Because yeah, everybody wishes only they had so many head. of us were born with uh, perf- perfect domes, and God gave the rest of y'all hair. Well, you, you had except, the air. except some of Frank. I had you, you had an afro. Yeah, I you're, did when you, I was a kid. Your yeah, dome yeah. is not perfect. You got a little bump in the middle. That's what makes it It's perfect. a little flat it's, in the back. It's interesting. It's interesting. It looks like you got hit in the head with a garbage I can at one point. I am a phrenologist's dream. <laughs> phrenologist? What's that? I feel and interpret the... Bumps and of the features head? of the head. Yeah. Is there actually somebody that you ever seen that? men at work? I did. I feel and interpret the size of Walt's butthole? No? Nothing? No. no. Did you just make a reference to gay porn? No, men at work. Men at work, a, the movie. Yeah. Emilio Estevez and um, Charlie Sheen, the brothers okay. there. The they way were you garbage ended, collectors. Yeah. Okay. That wasn't a good movie. Rent a Cops. I, I hate Rent a Cops. That yeah. was a great movie. Yeah, that was an 80s movie, but that wasn't a good one. I liked it. Yeah. So what's happening to brick-and-mortar retailer in 2007? It's actually the meltdown of retail. And we're in retail. We're in retail. Uh, it just happened. They broke the 50% mark, meaning they, all retailers, online retailers, 50% is going online. Now, I hear numbers of 11 12%, but that is not a fair number because what they're incorporating in there is people aren't selling their houses basically online yet, uh, automobiles, things like that, some big-ticket items. It's happening, but not to a dramatic amount, Right, and that's why the number is actually... You can't actually click a button and purchase a home. You have to do it in person Correct. still. still. You can make everything up until the actual signing of the documents. Yeah. But right now, 54% of all Americans prefer to shop online. And 67% of millennials prefer to shop online. So the younger you get, the more you'd rather be buying online. There's a bunch of us old-timers that still go to stores. I'm not even that old yet, and I prefer to go to the store. You're one of 54%, the majority. Oh, you prefer to go to the store? I prefer to go to the store. I prefer to go to the I store, I hate too. shopping online. But most people prefer to go I have to see it, online. feel it, touch it. i got to know what I'm getting right now. But how about things you buy over and over and over? Do you need to buy your toilet paper in the store? I go grocery shopping every, every day. single yes, day. Yes, you do. You're different. 96% of Americans have made an online purchase already this year. I'm one of them. There's been things that I bought online. 80% of all Americans made an online purchase in the last month. 80% of all Americans have made a purchase in the last month. I'm one of those as well. So how's this? A quarter of online shoppers, 25%, have made an online purchase from a brick-and-mortar store. From being inside somebody else's store. 25% bought something while they were in somebody else's store. Not went home and did it but I actually went in somebody's store. These are kind of crazy numbers, right? Alarming. You know what I'd be interested in? And I know we didn't do the numbers on it, but I'm curious to how New Hampshire's numbers are compared to a high-tax state because there's no sales tax in this state. Right. So we can buy something in the store or online and not have to pay sales the tax. The problem is... You look at Chicago where it's, what is it, 10% sales tax? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's the same in all parts of Illinois, but, but they're going to be more likely to go online because they're going to save 10%. Automatically. You're, but they got to pay shipping unless it's free shipping. Well, and your problem, there is no such thing as free shipping because you're, it's paid one way or the other, right? right? It's factored into yeah. the price somehow. 
Inventory is the issue when it comes to buying at a brick and mortar. You got a store, a superstore like a Home Depot or a Lowe's. They have everything you can possibly imagine, and sometimes two kinds of the things you're looking for. You need a an insert for your slider door. They have them in six different colors. But that's a very expensive proposition to carry all that inventory. Smaller stores, or specialty stores, may not have everything, and of course they can order it for you, but they're buying it online to get it into the store and sell it to you. You might be faster buying it online. It's crazy, right? The, the whole retail has changed. So cigar retailers, are you listening? We are showrooms. Retailers, we're showrooms. Doesn't matter what you're selling. We're showrooms for the online guy. We're dressing rooms. We're tasting grounds. This is what retail is right now. So something has to change or else this is the end of retail as we know it. Um, it's, it's expensive to do retail. I mean, you got a, the building and the heat and the employees and everything that goes along with it. It has expenses to it, so you can't be the lowest price either. You know, the guy in the warehouse in the middle of nowhere paying his people next to nothing can be the lowest price if he wants to be the lowest price. E-commerce is growing at a 23% year-over-year rate. So if this continues, it's the end of retail. Uh, and while that's happening, 46% of American small businesses don't even have a website. That's crazy. 46% of small businesses don't even have a website. So, listen, you, you, you get on it or see you later, right? You got you to gotta have both going on at the very least. And that's important because I've, I've looked for places to go out to eat with my wife, and it's different than retail. Yeah. But if the restaurant doesn't have a website, I'm looking at a different restaurant. Yeah. So you do. You want to look at the menu. You I want to look see at the, the directions. Yeah, pictures so you, of what the place yeah, is. Yeah. So you're doing yourself a huge disservice if you don't at least have a website. And the very least, I mean, it, Facebook pages are free, and it's essentially a website. You could have everything you need on a Facebook page. Right. At least that would pop up if you did it. Right. Some people don't even have that. So in the middle of this economic recovery, that's what they're calling it right now, hundreds of cigar shops and malls are shutting down. The reason why goes far beyond Amazon. A lot of people blame Amazon. So I was just at a retail conference to see it, and there was somebody from Amazon there, and I was like, ooh, uh, like they're the end-all, be-all, and they're the ones ruining it for everybody, and it's not the case. There's already been 10 retail bankruptcies in 2017. Penney, Radio Shack, Macy's, um, Search, um, Sears have announced 100 store shutdowns. Uh, Sports Authority, not to be confused with the Cigar Authority, we're not going anywhere, has liquidated. Payless um, has filed for bankruptcy. Um, several apparel companies' stocks hit multi-year lows, so they're actually not stocking much stuff in their stores anymore, other places, because they'll try to end up getting you to buy their product online, actually purposely trying to be a showroom, period. That's it. So that would be... you got stores like Bed Bath & Beyond, which they carry an impressive amount of inventory, but if they don't have it, they bring you over to the computer and they order it for you right then and there. And you're going to see less and less in the store. That Free shipping out. to your house, whatever yeah. whatever it takes <clears throat> to keep you as a customer. Yep. So uh, look at uh, Lululemon, uh, Urban Outfitters, American Eagle, Ralph, Ralph Lauren announced they're closing their flag, flagship polo store. Uh, and yes, cigar shops are closing. One at a time, but it's going to get worse. So they have to do something. People are simply buying more stuff online than they used to. Amazon sales in North America last year was $22 billion, growing 20% in a quarter. 
I mean huge, huge growth. So that's where it's going. So as for cigars, Amazon doesn't carry them. Lucky us. Lucky us. Right? We can su- survive through them. That's the good news. But online cigar retailers are growing at huge numbers, plus or minus 30% per year in an industry that's flat. Oh, my God. So they're growing at that. So where's that coming from? It's not from price increases. It's from coming from brick-and-mortar stores. So we brick-and-mortar stores are getting hurt by it. So uh, what do you think the percentage of cigars sold in the U.S. this year will be from online sales? The guess is 70% of all cigars sold in America this year will be online. 70%. I thought that this was a product that needed to be touched and seen, make sure, smell it, see it. You want to hold it by hand. Not the case. 70% is going online. I'm not buying cigars online. I have to see them, touch them, feel them, smell them, make sure they're in perfect humidity. (coughs) So zero sales tax uh, is online, which... The average nationwide is 6%. So, Barry, perfect example. It, it averages 6% nationwide. Uh, you, we're, we're lucky here in New Hampshire. We have zero, but, uh, and you've got states that are 10% and stuff. The average is about 6% nationwide. Tobacco tax, 32% is the average nationwide. So you're looking at a compounded 6% and 32% nationwide, 40% difference. That's real money. And there are quite a few bills looking to raise the tobacco tax, and some of which will go to a, a public vote on election day. Well, this needs to be said as they do that. All yeah. you're doing is hurting your store in your yeah. state. Yep, you're hurting the small retailer. Period. Yep. That's it. And, and, the, and these are stats that need to be said, uh, as painful as they are to even utter. That's how uh, bad it is. This should be the argument for your state not to do it. You're not going to make money. All you're going to do is put us out of business. The competitive edge goes online. No longer is it just driving from the, for the next state to save a little bit because this state is a little more than that state, and then you've got to look at what's the gas to take you there and all that yeah. stuff. You, you no, s- you click the button. You've seen that here this holiday season. You're on a, this is a border main, city yeah, with Massachusetts. Uh, maybe less than a quarter of a mile down the road, you have a significant size mall. Yeah. And this holiday season, the normal traffic going to that mall of out-of-state place, uh, plates, you saw a significant drop-off when the streets were a ghost town. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and getting worse. It, it, it's bad and it's getting worse. Uh, so what it is for the brick-and-mortar retailer, it's not fair. The, the competitive edge goes online. That's all there is to it. It's, uh, it's not a level playing field. They don't have to pay taxes, and we do. You know, and we're talking not, and when it comes to cigars, it's not just the sales tax. It becomes a tobacco tax compounded on top of that. And then there's some cities that have tax on top of that. State tax, city tax, yep. sales tax, all compounded, and just take them out of the You game. see that in New York City. I'm pretty sure you see that in Chicago. A tax yep. on top of a tax. Yep, yep. So uh, the three biggest online retailers in, in the cigar industry is owned and operated by companies who are simply the biggest cigar-selling brands in the nation. And they sell to the brick-and-mortar retailer, and they sell directly to the consumer. And so it, it's so weird that we're in an industry where we have to buy from these people, these big-name brands, and they compete directly with us at... A, certainly a competitive edge when it comes to the tax, but they make money selling to us. They make more money selling to our customer right. and taking us out of the game. 
selling uh, to the retailer and directly to the retail customer, squeezing them out, that is totally uh, vertically integrated. Before we talked about vertically integrated, used to be from seed to shop, right? Planting and making the cigars and distributing them to the shop would be from seed to shop. But now it's from seed to consumer. Totally vertically integrated all the way. Uh, they have the finan um, financial edge, no taxes, less uh, overall cost because they make money selling to us, right? And putting brick and mortars uh, who introduced the cigar, who showcased the cigar, who, you know, did the promotions and the events and things in the store to get... Did all the legwork, really. To get that cigar to become the number one cigar, basically now put them out of business. That's where we're at. Uh, seems to be not a fair fight as far as uh, it looks to me, but that's the way it is. And not just in the cigar business. Lots of businesses are like this. Uh, so what's the future of retail cigar stores? Change your product mix, adapt, or die. Because if you continue to do the same thing, you that would can be see insanity. It's, they're growing at a rate of 30% per year. So it's 30% of your, your, your business that they're taking away from you. You're a great retailer, and, and they're not getting 30% out of you. They only get 5% out of you. Eventually, the fives are going to add up till, till you're gone. Um, brands in the future must have a strong reason for being in your store. And it's not good business just to say it's a brand that sells. So that's the reason. It's, if it's bad for your business, it does not belong in your store as a retailer. It's actually, yes, you just sold some, but each one you ended up selling ended up hurting you in the long run. Geez, they like the cigar. They bought it online. You've, you've made a single cigar purchase sale and lost a customer. Would you give up a customer for $10? No way. Because that's what you're doing, right? Mm -hmm. You're making $10 or, or you're selling a cigar for $10 and you're losing a customer. Um, so uh, less is more when it comes to what you have in your store, I think. And this, again, just coming back from a, a, a retail conference, not about cigars, but about everything, this is what we kind of picked up as we went on. So brick and mortar's reasons for being, in this is what they're saying, for a brick and mortar store to have a reason to be there is a competitive engagement and entertaining reason to be there. They need to be entertained. Because they're not coming for the lowest price. They're not coming for the best selection. They're coming for other reasons. Somebody knows your name, the cheers factor, where they know you. You yeah. feel good coming in there. There's a positive part of it. Um, you have their stuff there. The days of retail of saying, you know, Joe comes in for a cigar and say, Joe, they're not in yet. Uh, stop by Thursday. They should be here. Joe's all set. Yeah, he's good. Because gone. he can get them before Thursday himself right. and get them at a better price and it doesn't have to drive back there so you better have it in stock so maybe you need to have less brands and there's only so much money to go around in the end so having fewer brands and more of what you have more boxes of those brands to go and, so to speak and brands that are good for your business right for your ongoing life's blood of your business do you have a nice clean place for your customers uh <coughs> or the online guy can uh smoke one of your cigars, you know, at, your, at his place? Are you allowing that to happen? Do you allow a customer to come in and smoke something he bought online in your cigar store? We certainly don't. We don't. Um, don't let him smoke theirs in your store because mm -hmm. they can't smoke yours online. Right. Right? It's not fair. But clean up your act. 
make your place better or you die. It's better be better than the place he, his garage or wherever he's smoking cigars. Better be your place. Do events, and I don't mean buy three, get one free, because that's not an event. Some sort of entertaining, tasting, teaching, learning, something. Be you something. You said after the Manuel and Noah event that you'd like to restructure how we do our tastings because we've been using wine, and mm. you said rum it was awesome. Was so much better. And for you to say that about yeah. alcohol, because yeah. you're very anti-alcohol, it seems. I'm uh, not anti, but... You're anti. Did yeah. you have any of that rum? Yeah. As you know, I'm a drinker. No! <laughs> Shocking, isn't it? Barrett's! You would have never guessed. Never! That rum was probably the smoothest. It was good. Wa- it tasted like water. It went well, down like maybe water. Maybe that's it was why the I liked it so much, and I said that had. was really good, because it didn't... What <laughs> rum was it? It was uh, one of the higher-ends Barcelos. I believe. I believe it was a high-end bottle. I got a special bottle to take home with me. Yes, you got the uh, La Aurora rum, which is only given to select people. And uh, you and I now have something in common that really? Jonathan doesn't. Oh, you just got to rub it in? Have yes. you opened yours? Yes. You did. His is half yes. gone. Yeah. I, I worked for them, so I'll, I'll, I'll be you know honest. Every time I went to the DR, I left with a bottle. I probably okay. had about a dozen of them. Oh, really? But there's none left. Yeah, I'm going to wait for a new Oh, I was giving you some credit that you had <laughs> half a bottle no, left. No, there's no, none left. If it was as good as the one I had. It better. It, really? Yes. Because it was smooth. It wasn't, you know, it didn't like taste like medicine. It was Next good. Next thing you know, Dave's becomes a functioning alcoholic, and it's all because okay. of Manuel and Noah. Anyway, do events in your store, and I mean events. It's not a buy three, get one. It's, you get, we got to do it. We got to step up our game and have some sort of entertainment thing. And this is the beginning of what, what we're doing here on Studio I'll 21 tell you, Podcast. You know, lots Cafe. of people give away lighters, and we did that event with Hammer and Sickle where they did the, the live laser, laser engraving. Yeah. And I swear that the live laser engraving, be, being that it was a show, was more appealing than the lighter itself, and that was a badass lighter. Yeah. But there was something going on besides oh, just cigars. Wanna, and people want to watch how it was engraved. Right. This machine was happening. So teach me. They want to learn. They want to experience, uh, um, merge experiences. You know, maybe we can do something with the cafe and the coffee and the cigars. And, you know, we did rum pairing and coffee pairing. I'm dying and, to do the coffee you know, pairing. Um, are you sitting with your customers, engaging with them? You know, you got, got to give them a reason to do it. Um, are you competitive? Uh, if you cannot be competitive with that product, and I've heard retailers say, I don't care, I'm going to price it up to whatever it's supposed to be anyway. You look like you're you robbing like them. And you're not, but you look criminal right. to end up doing it. So uh, that's what you, you know, some of the things you need. Right now, let's take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha, they're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha, to the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time, and I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats, and they're coming to take me away, ha-ha! It's time for news from the Insane Asylum, odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true, or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars, Take No Prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 8x80 Asylum Cigars. Well, when David is alone, we know he fills his time by thinking of ways to make the show look better and creating Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. But did you ever wonder what women did when they were alone? A list of items was put together in a study conducted 
by women with women, and here are some of the highlights. Or lowlights. Or lowlights. They pluck hair from unwanted places. On behalf of men everywhere, thank you. They slide their hand in their pants, not because they need to adjust anything, but because it feels good, which is probably why my wife no longer buys the excuse that I'm adjusting. They snoop. This should come to no surprise to us, but they go through our drawers, pockets, and social media accounts. How many times did you think you left money in your pants only to find out you were wrong? They watch porn. The next time your partner wants to see your browser history on your phone, ask to see hers. Dun, dun, dun. They get naked and use a mirror to check those intimate places. And I'm not sure if that's just plain old hot or just a little bit creepy. They eat directly out of the jar, so the next time you're caught sticking a spoon into a jar of peanut butter and she gives you that look, tell her, come on, like you haven't done that before? And the last one, they like to stand naked in front of a mirror, stick out their belly, and picture how they would look pregnant. I said it before, women are crazy. They're not only insane, but they belong in an asylum. They're coming to take me away, haha. They're coming to take me away, ho ho, hee hee, haha, to the funny farm. Do some research on this one, Barry? Yes, I did, and I could attest that it's all happening. Very disappointed in the two of you ladies. Very disappointed. (laughs) So, what will retail look like 10 years from now? Brick and mortar retail stores will exist in the future, but there will be fewer of them. A model delivering not only products, but delivering genius brand experiences. People are social by nature, but will be drawn by gathering places to share ideas and be entertained. That's our chance. It's not going to make big money, but it's going to build trust. Retailers who tap into this trend will be rewarded. So did you hear about this one? RFID cell phones will be alerted alert the retailer when you enter the store. So there's going to be machines at the register when they come in the store, something's going to pop up and determine that profile of that person, their name, their information, and the, the information and profile of that person. So now the retailer can now look at that and say, hi, Joe, how's your blah, blah, blah? And, you know, all this information, the size, everything that you're going to want to know so you can service that person as soon as they walk in. You don't even know the guy, but it's going to be this big database that's going to give them the information when they walk in. Creepy. I yeah. I don't know how I was going to say it. I don't know how I feel about it, but this thing's I feel the same go. way about that as I do about these ladies plucking body hair when I'm not looking. Well, you mentioned the, the uh, mirrors, right? Interactive touchscreen mirrors in dressing rooms already exist. Shoppers touch the mirror on the screen for information, requesting size from an associate in order for them to go run and get a different size. You can change the lighting for nightclubs. See what you'd look like in this dress pregnant. Yeah. You don't have to stick out your belly anymore. All these interactive touchscreen mirrors in dressing rooms. And that's not going to be an online thing. You're going to have to actually go into the store to end up doing that. 24-7 stores. No more rules at retail. After-hour stores that also have built-in drive-through windows, robot-assisted. Order on an iPad window, the robot gets the item for you and delivers it to you, open 24 hours a day. So sometimes thing, you just need tube socks now. Right now. You know, you mentioned phone apps and some things there with the phone. You yep. walk in on the, on the Samsung Galaxy S8, there's something called Bixby. And if you take a picture of a product, 
it goes through the entire internet and finds you the best price on that specific product. Well, that's going to take somebody to the internet. Right. But we so want that's to a negative. Correct. Working Correct. against brick and mortar so, retailers. So I'm, I'm trying to look for things that are going to help yep. retailers, but believe me, people are spending lots of money saying, how can we do this to drive them even more? Mm-hmm. So as they come up with something to save a brick and mortar store, the online, look what they've done in the yep. past 10 years. It's unbelievable to drive them back online. But some of these things are pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of people also say that, um, you know, free delivery and stuff, it's not going to be a problem, but brick-and-mortar retailers can have free delivery also in the driverless car. So uh, they, they think it's going to be a long way away. It's before- not free delivery because it's a $200,000 robot. Someone's oh, paying for maybe that. Maybe a $30,000 car. It's your car when it's you go not, to work. They don't come driverless for thirty grand. Well, it's coming. And it's going to be here way before the drone is going to deliver the package to you. Well, it's because be- it's a flying target. I mean, I'm looking for something to shoot out of the sky every day of the week. So before drones are going to be delivering, the driverless car is going to be able to do it. So say it's my driverless car. It's the business driverless car. I come to work, and then Barry orders some cigars or something. We put the package in the front seat, and we have the car drive it right to his house. And he doesn't have to wait for three days for his package, he's buying it from a retailer and he's going to get it right there and then. That's good because the doctor said I should cut down on exercise. There we go. <laughs> and add and drink more rum, apparently. There yes. you go. Who is this doctor and uh, what, <laughs> what has he done? So anyway, I don't know. This is, uh, and, and the reason why I brought all this up is because this, the idea of this cigar, Dos Ombre, this is the Dominican Lawndale we're smoking, but the whole Dos Ombre line is to try to give something back to the brick-and-mortar retailer to be able to survive and to be um, a level playing field <coughs> with the online guy because look at some of these states with high, high taxes. Let me tell you, there's not a $5 cigar in their store. Yeah, we all want to sell $10 and $20 cigars, but the consumer is looking for a $5 cigar. You either have a $5 cigar for him or he's going online. So here's a $5 cigar. Every state in the country, every city in the United States, except, except one, one. And we're going to get to that when we come back. Right now, we're going to go to break. And when we do come back, what's new in the world of cigars? Plenty, says Barry Stein. He has the details to that in the cigar uh, city and state that this Dos Ombre will not work in. We're going to light up the Honduran version of Dos Ombre when we return and take a peek into the calendar of upcoming shows. We're live from the new studio at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. It will be Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Stepping into the aging room has a new meaning at Aging Room Cigars as Rafael Nodel has traveled to Spain, where the idea for Aging Room Solera was born. The Solera method of aging has been used for centuries in the making of wine, sherry, brandy, and rum. The method mixes different vintages, allowing them to age together. For Aging Room Solera, Raphael takes several tobacco vintages and puts them in bales where they age together for another 12 to 18 months. This allows the tobaccos to marry for a longer period of time. At the end of the aging process, Aging Room Solera becomes a balanced and complex cigar with a fantastic price point. Aging Room Solera. 
it will have you calling for an encore. In a time where humidors are overflowing and retailers' shelves are on the verge of buckling, there is one brand that stands out amongst the rest. Sereno Cigar Company offers four distinct blends. The Connecticut, the Medio, Maduro, and Maduro XX. All aged to perfection. Crafted at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, each artfully crafted blend comes to life by the experienced hands of master blender Omar Gonzalez Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Sereno. To create this masterpiece, a combination of hand-selected filler tobaccos from the fertile soil of Estelian Jalapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a luxurious wrapper leaf to bring you an endlessly complex and majestic experience. A post-roll aging process of two additional years allows the blend to marry, creating unmistakable and ever-changing tasting notes that tantalize the palate, leaving you anticipating each and every drop. Visit SerenoCigars.com for a list of retailers, and you can always find Sereno Cigars available online at TwoGuysCigars.com. Sereno, a majestic cigar aged to perfection. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world. From exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of cigar science basics. This is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast, or better yet, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. You owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine, Cigar Journal. Available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website, CigarJournal.com. That's CigarJournal.com. Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th Anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th Anniversary as the Decade on Steroids. The 15th anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. The La Galera Habano uses a classic wrapper on a staple cigar for a classy company. Hi there, this is David Garofalo of the Cigar Authority, and I want, no, no, I need to tell you about La Galera Habano. The La Galera Habano is an authentic cigar elaborated with the hands of the best cigar rollers of Tabacalera Palma in the Dominican Republic. Blended around an outstanding, flavorful Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, the Dominican-grown Corojo binder, and the filler made up of Peloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and Peloto Oro, creating a medium to full-bodied, 
attractively consistent and aromatic smoke that envies no other. I love this cigar. Have you tried La Galera Habano yet? Well, what are you waiting for? Available at Better Cigar Shops worldwide is La Galera Habano. The wait is over. La Galera Habano. It was 2010 on my 50th birthday. Nick Perdomo from Perdomo Cigars showed up in my office and honored me with a gift. It was a box of cigars. But this box of cigars was not what I expected, one I never saw before, something without the Perdomo name on it. It was my name, Garofalo. Garofalo Cigars has my name on it, but it was blended and created by Perdomo as a gift, a gift of a brand of cigars. So what should you expect from a Garofalo cigar? Rich layers of complex flavors, but offered in a mild to medium body profile. A blend comprised of fine Cuban seed Nicaraguan tobaccos, including a triple-fermented, five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. I'm honored to have Garofalo, my name, surrounding such a wonderful cigar. I would be honored if you would give a Garofalo cigar a try. Garofalo Cigars, an honor. This yep. is the Cigar Authority. That's right. The authority. We can't have anyone freak out out there, okay? On everything cigar. Got too far. In. There's too much to lose. And out of the cigar industry. Keep our composure. With your host. Come on, Diablo. David Garofalo. On the count of three, name your favorite dinosaur. Don't even think about it. Just name it. Ready? One, two, three. Velociraptor. Mr. Jonathan. You know what? I respect women. I love women. I respect them so much that I completely stay away from them. Barry Stone. What an incredible Cinderella story. This unknown comes out of nowhere. A former gravekeeper now about to become the Masters champion. It's time to light them up. Favorite non-pornographic magazine to masturbate to. It's time. Good housekeeping. For the Cigar Authority. Did we just become best friends? Yep. And we are back with our number two, broadcasting live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar, Cigar Sound Stage. Brick and mortar retailers, are you depressed yet? Wait till you see what we got coming next week. We'll tell you about that, too. And we have letters in the mailbag and lots more. Welcome back to the Cigar Authority. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority podcast, broadcasting over eight years and now the longest continually running cigar podcast. Voted the ambassadors of cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine, voted the top 10 educational podcast by Podbean four years in a row, and now the most listened to cigar podcast in the world, Cigar Radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network. Catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog on thecigarauthority.com. Okay. So before we jump into this, yeah, the chat room is almost in agreement that there were notes of coconut on that last one. I see it. So I, I still have a little going there. I'm, I'm, I'm for, with you. For the chat room. Yeah. Why, why the chat it, room ever why does them? everybody get my sound effect and you and only you get yours? See, now if, people can't see it, but our soundboard says harp sound effects. And then for yours, it says Mr. J crickets. So that tells me that this is your sound effect. That is some BS right there, and you made it yeah. say that. <laughs> no, I did not. <laughs> that was Chuck. I bet that was Chuck who put that up there. We can blame Chuck now. No, because I, I set that up, and it said Mr. J's harp, and it said crickets by itself. Somebody yeah, changed it. Yeah, because Barry Stein was Barry Stein. Right. Yeah, for me, it says Barry Harp, which we Barry all know is this. Barry Stein. 
It's unacceptable. <laughs> I don't like it. And you recorded it. I recorded Stein. the one for Barry Stein. Yeah. All right, so same brand, Dos Ombre, but this is the Honduran version. So this is going to taste different. We put both of them in the care package, but I, I see that coconut. You're actually uh, right on. Coconut, right on. coconut cream So uh, tell me about Dos Ombre Cabinet Honduran. Why is this different? Well, once again, what this country needs is a really good five-cent cigar. It was a statement once made by Thomas Marshall. Today we are smoking the 21st century equivalent from the United Cigar Group, a great $5 cigar. This is the second cigar of this month's care package. Well, the third one will smoke, but the second one today, so two of two. And it's the Dos Hombre Cabinet Honduran. Dos Hombre. Go ahead. Dos Hombre <laughs> Cabinet Honduran. And United Cigar once again asked the question, why spend double the amount for a cigar and be unsatisfied when you can smoke a Dos Hombre cigar? Nice. It just baffles me that you go through extra effort to pronounce E.P. Carrillo as Cayo, but Dos Hombre is right there. You just said Dos. Whatever. Yeah. Now you guys have got me all screwed up. <laughs> all right. So uh, this has the red band on it. The other one is white. This one's red. Same thing on it, but that's going to differentiate. And on the, on the back end of it, it says the country of origin, which is Honduras in this case. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other cigar brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. Okay. A little cold, draw taste. Tastes different. Toffee. I'm getting toffee. Berry you want to be the producer, huh? You can't Chocolate. stand it. We have to get a producer. Chocolate mint ice cream. See, Chocolate I, mint ice cream. I, I, I want to click the one that says Mr. J because that's what it's telling me to do. Yeah. But don't worry. I'm here all week, and you're not. <laughs> That'll say something different next week, I assure you. Press this one. All right. This is a nice full metal jacket lighter. It Brand is new full. from Lotus. Brand new. So this is the Vertigo Comet. I don't know why they call it a Comet. It doesn't look very Comet-like. No? I know that the, there's another one, and I wanted to use the Bond this week. But we yes. sold out of them. Wow. Sold out. And we well, I, I had one left. I didn't have enough to, yeah. to supply for the show, and I didn't want to share. So I went with the Comet. This is a $24.99 full metal jacket lighter featuring two jets fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank and an easy flip-out bullet punch with an easy adjustment at the bottom. Little window there. The Vertigo nice. Comet retails for $24.99. And my favorite thing about this single-action lighter is although you have two jets, they are angled. So you get pinpoint accuracy. You get the power of two jets, but the accuracy of one. The Vertigo Comet. From an aesthetic standpoint. A little more body to this. And a little bit more smoke production. Okay. I don't know why, but I like that in a cigar. I don't like a cigar that smokes itself. But I like there to be some smoke I, in the air. I thought you would have liked this better because it's got a little more hump to it. 100%. Yeah. yeah. 100%. I gave it a 93 rating yesterday on the Cigar Authority. I stand by that rating. I like this cigar a lot more 
than I thought I was going to because I'm one of those snobs. Yes, the price that is going to let the price yeah. dictate. So don't the let cigar. the price fool you on this and make make believe. You know, you want to throw the guy a, a few bucks tip. You buy a five dollar cigar, <laughs> give him give him eight, makes you feel better. But because it's an eight dollar cigar for five dollars, but the whole idea is to help the brick and mortar retailer with this, make them survive because. As I say, things are uh, getting crazy out there. What we're going to talk about next week are the scary predictions. You know, and, and it's a shame. I'm, I'm going to get on a soapbox for a minute. You know, I, I spend a lot of time on social media, and I see a lot of brands that are driven by social media. Yeah. And some of the brands are great, and some of them, to me, are horrible. And I'm not going to mention any names. But they we're going to do it next week. Yep. They get the buzz because of social media. Now you got a cigar like this, which... 25 years, but there's never really been a huge social media well, buzz. Because and I think it, that, that it, hurts it, the cigar. Yeah. And we've tried to, you know, Alvish trying to do it with, yeah. with social media from United Cigar Group. But you're doing yourself a disservice to blow off this cigar because you can't say there's a Skip Martin attached to it. Yeah. You know, it don't judge a book well, by its cover. It certainly was a house brand <clears throat> for years and years and years. And because it has so many years in it, and it, it frankly, is so good mm-hmm. for the money, uh, let it get out there and maybe try to help the brick-and-mortar retailer because the big are getting bigger. Yeah. And if we continue to do it, if we continue to go down there and just keep feeding into mm-hmm. this, it's going to be the end. Yep. You know. And Listen, you're the consumer and you're saving a few bucks, and I understand, and money's money, but there's going to be no place to go. Yep. So you need to support your brick-and-mortar retailer, and you know, uh, paying a little extra isn't, shouldn't be the end of the world so that they can survive. But in this case, it's the same everywhere. Yep. It's going to be the same price except for one city in one state. And right now, let's find out what's up in the cigar world with Barry Stein. It's time for What's Up in the Cigar World, brought to you by Recluse Cigars. You want to know what's up? Recluse Cigars is what's up. Voted the 2015 Cigar of the Year is the Recluse Amadeus Reserva Habano. Every Recluse Cigar goes through eight, count them, eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years. They are box-pressed and rolled N2-bar for a perfect draw every time. If you haven't done it yet, be sure to try a Recluse Cigar today. Well, this week, the governor of Oregon has officially signed the new law requiring anyone to be 21 years of age or older to purchase tobacco, and the law went into effect immediately. Two weeks ago, we reported that the governor of Maine vetoed a bill that would raise the tobacco purchase age in the state to 21. Well, the state Senate overturned that veto, and the law will go into effect in 2018, bringing the total number of states to be 21 or older to five. Uh, Something that Dave's been alluding to all show. In New York City, the city council, along with the health department, unanimously passed a law that sets minimum pricing on cigars at $8 a stick, with a 10% city tax. Is this crazy? In addition to the state tax, making the minimum price for a cigar in New York City to be $8.80. Uh, which $8.80. Makes- it doesn't matter what it is. A dollar cigar is $8.80. A dos ombre is $8.80. Mm-hmm. And a cigar that's $8.80 is $8.80. Which makes me ask the question, how is this constitutional uh, in a free market society? Right. How can you change and control what people price? Uh, In 2017, the city of San Francisco banned flavored tobacco. 
Now a group called Let's Be Real San Francisco has gotten enough petition signatures to call for a public vote on the matter, and that vote will happen in 2018, and this proves that we as cigar smokers can make a difference. So let's go Hang back. Hang on a second. Let's they made back. the law without having the will of the people is really what was going on there. Right, but they still needed 30,000 signatures, 27,000 signatures to get it put to a public vote. I think that we should propose something that says you need three signatures to get something on a ballot, because especially if, if a, um, an unelected official like the health department mm-hmm. is making laws this is crazy. It's crazy. So, <coughs> back to the New York fiasco. When yes. does this take effect? Uh, I believe it's 218 days from today. I believe it was 220 from Thursday. So, sometime next spring. So, the retailer gets this $5 cigar, supposed to sell it for $5 cigar, has to sell it for 880 has to give the state $3.30. 380 uh, Has to give the city $0.80. Cents. Um, there's nothing about that $8, that extra $3 going anywhere. So it might go into the retailer's pocket. Um, the Lord, no way. The Lord, the Lord did not state really? where that extra $3 went on a $5 cigar. Yeah, for now they'll let, the, the 10%. they'll let the retailer keep it, and then they'll find them in a year and say, oh, you were supposed to give that to us the whole time. But the mindset is a person not of age is less likely to spend $8 but it just proves that they don't realize that premium cigars are not They're marketed. They're buying fingers of heroin on yes. the streets. Yes. Are you kidding me? Yes, we live in the drug den. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, anyway, jeez. Got to love government. And this, is, this went into law. This, is, this, this was signed 7-0. to zero. This is crazy. <coughs> and lastly, Dr. Gabby Caffey of Caffey 1901 Cigars has launched a group with other cigar manufacturers who produce less than half a million sticks a year. The group Boutique Association of America will primarily focus on education, organization, and awareness while providing a voice for companies that feel overlooked in the FDA process. And that's What's Up in the Cigar World. What's Up in the Cigar World was brought to you by Recluse Cigars. The Recluse Amadeus Habano Reserva uses grade-A Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, a San Andreas binder, a Dominican Lajero Seco, and Pennsylvanian Broadleaf filler tobaccos, which create a blend we call the Cigar of the Year. Recluse Cigars is What's Up! So next week, August 19th, we have Eric Hansen from Hammer and Sickle, is going to be on the show, and this is our annual predictions episode. It's your conspiracy theory episode. Let's call it what it is. They come true, so it's a, it yes. becomes a it's prediction. Not, they don't all come true. Not all. But you, yet. You, you are batting. You have a, an impressive batting record. I will say that. It and will I, be a rumor-filled, yes. teaser-filled Absolutely. episode. Absolutely. And for those that don't like it, you know who I'm talking about. Deal with it. No, it's it's fun. It is. It's fun. It is. But some people believe they might be above or beyond, and I'm speaking totally for myself. That believe rumors don't belong in this, and a hundred percent does. Yeah. Do you want views of Barry Sign do not necessarily reflect the views of the Cigar Authority? (laughs) Not at all. (laughs) (laughs) But it's um, we're not. It's not fake news. We're not telling you this is happening. I mean, if you look at baseball, you had the trade line. You had all these rumors come out, and it's all being reported on by the media. So why not report credible rumors? We're we're inventing the rumor, though. Some of them are credible. (laughs) Some of them are credible. You've been, know, been, you've been in the business for 32 yeah. years. That makes it credible. Yeah, but it's not like we, I've, I've heard this somewhere. I'm actually coming up with it in my own head. Mm-hmm. Based, though, 
on it, they're educated. Seen, they are educated, educated guesses. Yeah, I'll give hypotheses, you that. Hypotheses, right? Educated yeah. guesses. Well, I'll be sharing one rumor I heard in Florida with your blessing. So next week. Next week. Yeah. It's Why would you everything's even risk? Open. Why would you even risk getting his blessing? What if he mm-hmm. said no? Then I wouldn't have done it because it's David Garofalo's show. It is not. I it's am a just a run. small cog in the wheel. Oh, no, no. Give me a Well, I'm a bigger break. cog than some people, but. That's You're right. a big cog, all right? Don't ever say you're small at anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we have Eric Hansen on, which is great because he's one that, you know, we sit in the office and he, what do you think about this? My, and concern, what if this is, is, my concern is, is he the guy that's going to come out and add to the. If he lets himself be himself. If he comes out of the show, we're going to have to drink, I think, on the show. 100%. Three of us, anyway. <laughs> oh, Barry will already be drunk by the time the show starts. But yeah, we have some vodka, and we. Because uh, he's, he's a very well put together man, very well thought out. I don't know if he completely jumps in with us. That's my concern. I went with him with the um, cigar aficionados night to remember. Yeah. We drove up to New York. Oh, my God, the theories and stuff that he came up with. You know, off the cuff, just to, off the cuff talk. and off the record. Yes. Does he go on the record with some of Does this he stuff? Does he go? Because I don't he's know. talking about he's talking about brothers in arms. He's talking about possibly acquiring people. He's uh, he he let it be known that he is out there shopping. Yes, he did. He let it be known, and he said, "Listen, don't keep it a secret because how is somebody going to know that I'm looking if?" And I saw, looking, so. I saw a certain manufacturer yes, in his I booth did. He's on my every list. single day. Yes. So we'll he's save my, that for he, next week. He's on my list. Yes, in, he in is. In front of him. Yep. And he doesn't know that's coming. So, uh, listen, it's just uh, we're going to play around and say, what if this happened, this, and, and I feel like it might happen. And then, you know, surprise, at the end of the year, you say, oh, my God, this one bought this. I heard this somewhere before. Well, people start thinking they thought of it themselves because they heard it and it went in their mind. But anyway, looking forward to that. Uh, anyway, and the following week, I hope to be uh, taking a little coffee break during oh, yes. the halftime break because we'll be serving coffee. I was hoping we were going to take a scooter pie break. Ah, they're over there talking to you. Yes, huh? they are. I yeah. can hear them. Yeah. Neither of us need those scooter pies. No, we don't need them, but we want them. You, Mr. J? I don't need them either. You want them? Come on, it's cream no. filled. You no. like cream filled things. <laughs> it's just you just do it here to amuse yourself. Yes, baby. I am. I need to deal with two hours. I need to get a button to turn his lights off. <laughs> all right, let's go to the Don Raphael offer of the day. Do you got that all set up over there, Barry? It's time for the Don Raphael offer of the day, brought to you by Don Raphael Cigars. Everyone has a price. Would you do this? And if so, for how much? Today's offer is $1,000. Take a sting from a jellyfish. Hang on now. There's had, a couple I, of things I got to know before I, I had that happen. Jones Beach, Florida. I was like eight years old. Uh, Jones Beach, New York. But you didn't choose to do it for money. I didn't money. choose to it do happened. it. happened. So you know how painful oh it is. Oh, my God, yes. 1000 bucks. No. Can no I have, way. No way. You know. Can you turn that music down a little bit? Can I have uh, a couple of... Uh, scantily clad young ladies available who are all prepared for the necessary golden shower that would happen immediately following the sting. Why? Because you're supposed to pee on them. That's a farce. You're supposed to pee on the sting. You saw that in an episode of Friends. Listen, I didn't interrupt your little bit over there. Don't interrupt mine. 
Can I have that or not? Can I have some people on standby? I don't know how to answer that. The answer is yes. I'm going for it. Thousand dollars. You're going to take a sting from a jolly. I'll fish. take it, and then because it takes days, right, to recover from that. It was hurting for a while. He has a low tolerance for pain. Can I get a hangnail? He takes a day off from work. Yeah, I have missed one day of work. Well, three days if you count my surgery since I've been here. Like I said, he gets a hangnail. He takes a day off from work. So it was a big <laughs> hangnail. It was massive. Yeah. <laughs> you would do it. I'm in. Thousand. Bucks. I've got my caveat. I got two, three bikini models. Yeah, it's not a with true full story bladder. about that, but okay. I don't know. Just in case. I would not. I want to be safe. I would not do it, but that is the Don Raphael offer. Of the All day. right, Sean, you can be there too. Make sure you're well hydrated. Yeah, I, I, I bet you we could collect a lot of money for a bunch and no of asparagus. That want to no asparagus. Would you pee on Jonathan for $1,000? I'd do it for free if I didn't get fired. <laughs> if I got a guarantee I won't be fired, I'll do it right now. Would you give me $500 and we'll get the Sure. Get, that's it. I'll put 500 up. Barry's going to put 500 because he gets to be the one that pees on you. You in still? Not if you two are peeing on me. <laughs> Drawing the line at Sean with no asparagus. Got to be scantily clad women, huh? All right, so let's talk about cigars for one second. All right. With Dos Ombre... Um, Honduran. When you eat uh, key lime pie, it's a little sweet, it's a little sour, but there's a little bite from that key lime. They're not completely sweet. There's a little bite to it, so I'm getting a little key lime and black tea. Yeah, he conveniently forgets to turn the volume up for my sound effect. It's a conspiracy. Mine went out on me. I was talking too much. I'm getting caramel. I like to take a hit right after you say it Mm. to see if... Like the crust of the key lime pie. What do you call that crust? Graham. Graham cracker. I'm getting, Graham cracker. I'm getting caramel. I got my own sound effect over here. Huh? Give me a Y. Give me an E. Give me a yeah. Barry just we, we, pooped we, a little bit because he couldn't figure out need, if he had pushed a button or not. We need to come up with something for Dave, a sound effect. I got my own. Oh, yeah. I got my own. I think I'm going to be on the hunt for a Dave sound effect. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. So you got any flavor, Barry? I'm getting caramel, little uh, little chocolate notes. Um, I do see a little bit of that graham. Um, I don't know if it's because you put it in my head or not, but for me, there's a just there's avoid a, the key lime altogether. Um, I don't get the key lime, but there's, there's definitely a nice sweetness to it. And during the break, I'll look and see what the chat room's saying. All right, see what these flavors are. We got a whole bunch of people smoking along with us. The Dos Ombre Honduran. And some people got the Toro, and some people got the... Some uh, got Churchill, some got... Oh, majority really? Got, some people got Lonsdale. Oh, my God. Because uh, we got a partial shipment of them in, and we had to get the care package it out. Didn't want to wipe out the inventory? And then, yeah, basically. All right. So, it's brand new. Hit the shelves. Brand new, 30 years old, but it's brand new out there in the, uh, the U.S. market for everybody. Uh, we're going to take a break. And we come back, we got some mailbags, we got Gentleman Jonathan, we got a classic three-way, and uh, did you catch the ash holes last episode? We're going to talk about that a little bit when we come back. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network.
Smokey Joe's is changing the dress code when it comes to enjoying a premium handmade cigar. Using the finest materials of velvet and silk, their smoking jackets are made for a lasting impression. Smokey Joe's has fitted the likes of Smokey Robinson, James Brown, Sammy Davis Jr., and now they want to fit you too with a smoking jacket. Proudly designed and manufactured in the USA, Smokey Joe's invites you to feel the inspiration of fashion from an era where clothing was designed using only the finest materials and craftsmanship. Smokey Joe's clothing continues to be a story of America at its best. Innovation, hard work, and fearless enterprise. When you light up the best, smoke it while wearing the best. Smoking Joe's Smoking Jackets. Available at SmokeyJoe'sClothing.com That's SmokeyJoe'sClothing.com Be sure to tell them the Cigar Authority sent you. Let's talk a little about Rough Rider Cigars. So here is where the motorcycle culture meets Cigar Nation. This badass looking cigar uses the name Rough, but delivers a smooth as silk ride each and every time. Even before lighting one, you can't help but notice it's sweet like honey flavor. Smooth and creamy, resembling slightly sweetened butter. Outstanding! The Rough Rider Cigar is so beautiful in so many ways. We're talking a premium cigar, imported, long filler cigar, but wait till you hear the price. Every cigar is in the $3 price range, that's right. Even the Churchill in the 6x60, every cigar is in the $3 price range. Rough Rider Cigars, there's nothing rough about Rough Rider except the name. Rough Rider Cigars. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Pavada number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Founded in 1989 by Mariana and Nestor Miranda, Miami Cigar & Company proudly celebrates their 25th anniversary with the release of their flagship brand, the Nestor Miranda Collection. Made in Esteli, Nicaragua by Don Pepin Garcia, the collection is available in three distinct wrappers aimed to please even the toughest critic. Nestor Miranda Collection. You only get one life. How will you live yours? Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake. Jose Dominguez, not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, 
Nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. In 1848, in honor of the English poet Lord Byron, a cigar brand named Byron was first created. Through three centuries, Byron has gone through many hands, but today it is back with the family that first created them. Returning to the early days, now the brand, in a very limited quantity, is produced in a small factory in Costa Rica. Nelson Alfonso offers three Byron blends honoring all three centuries of Byron, Siglo 19, Siglo 20, and Siglo 21. Other cigars sit in an aging room for 60 days, but every Byron cigar sits in an aging room for a period of at least one full year, then and only then into ultra-luxurious porcelain jars and state-of-the-art cigar humitubes packaging. Sure, Byron's packaging is unique and costly to produce, but nothing else will do for a cigar of this quality and taste. Byron Cigars. Cigars of poetry. Sophisticated. Byron. This is Eric Hansen from Hammer and Sickle Cigars, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And we're back, broadcasting live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Set. Gentleman Jonathan is going to do it debonair style while he tries to win the classic three-way. And we've got a lightning round of mailbags coming up. Welcome back, everybody, to The Cigar Authority. We're smoking the Dos Ombre Cabinet Honduran. And... I mentioned to you during the break, his key lime was not that far off. So uh-huh. it is, um, what did I say, um, uh, key lime. There's a little bite to it. There's yeah. a tart. <coughs> tart. A little tart taste. And, Barry, you said what, apple? No. Um, uh, chat room was saying cherry. 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 Little tart cherry or yeah, tart key lime. Yeah, you get the little you. of that happening. You know, I, I um, did yesterday, uh, somebody came up to the office with a cigar with no band on it. Did you hear the story yet? No. So uh, here, uh, damaged cigar or something, here, see if you can guess what the cigar is. And I smelled it, put the cigar in my mouth just to double check to make sure, and I said, I know exactly what this is. Uh, hang on. It's either. Cherry. It was cherry, by the way. He said Cherry. I'm out. Dominican? No. Okay. It was, it was uh, Abuelo. I'm not Abuelo. It was um, Atabay. So aesthetically beautiful to begin with anyway, right. part of it. But I think I would have done it with a blindfold on. It's that unique cherry, without even lighting the cigar, unique cherry taste. Next time you smoke one of those, taste it uh, dry right off the bat was like no doubt about it. 
So, uh, okay, let's see what uh, Gentleman Jonathan has for us this time. While you're enjoying life to its fullest, it's important to be debonair. How to be more debonair and gentleman-like is Gentleman Jonathan. Do you need a gentleman? Gentleman. I'm a gentleman. Do you need a gentleman? <laughs> you wouldn't want to call me gentleman. Ladies, fasten your seatbelts. Switch on your electronic devices and pop up the volume. You need a gentleman? And the Gentleman's Way is brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provide their clients with suspension of reality. Time spent smoking a debonair can never be subtracted from one's life. Gentlemen, what you do when no one is watching speaks more about who you are than just about anything. Behaving like a gentleman in private is a great way to step your game up in public. Here are a few things you can do that no one will know about except for you that will go a long way to improving your debonair flair. Lifting the toilet seat while you're in the stall going number one. You know you hate to have to wipe the last ash holes urine off the seat before you pay your visit to the ambassador. This may not make someone's day, but at least you won't be adding to their misery. Keep your hotel room tidy. And I sometimes go even as far as to make my own bed. Leaving the room as good, if not better, than I found it helps me to get my day started off on the right foot. And how about paying for the toll for the guy behind you? Or when you get your food order at the drive-thru. Having little wins like this every day that no one even knows about not only makes you feel good, but it makes you a gentleman. The question is, are you debonair or not? I'm not. I don't think peeing on a seat makes you debonair. Not peeing on the seat. Right. Lift up the seat. No one knows about it. But of course you don't pee on a seat. I don't, it makes you I'm telling you, you do. every single time I go in, even to go number one, I see that someone didn't lift up the seat because they were too lazy. It drives me crazy. For me, it's the hotel thing. I got to make my own bed at home. Why would I make it in a hotel? They're going to rip it apart anyway. You left. Yeah. They got to change the sheets. I just like to have it tidy when I leave the room. That's all. Yeah. What if I, what if I, I run out of my room and then someone says, oh, I got to go to your room to, to leave something or whatever. And oh, my bed's made. It's all set. Looks good. It's a hotel. They expect your room to be messy until the maid comes no, in. No, they expect your room to be messy. It's a hotel. We all do. Not my room. No, my room, without a doubt, but it's a hotel. They're you, paid to clean up after you. But you leave it a disaster. The answer I don't is pull yes. up the sheets. I don't, yeah. you know, I don't rip the sheets off and throw them on the balcony so they have to go looking for them. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm, I'm not going to do four-corner hospital tucks and all that nonsense. No, I'm not. I just like to pull the bedspread up and arrange the pillows, get them off the floor. You know, what are they, they doing on the floor? What's going on in your hotel room? Well, I don't what like, is happening there? I don't they're, sleep. they're there for his knees. <laughs> yeah. I don't sleep with pillows, so I take all the pillows and I throw them on the floor You're when I man. sleep. I sleep flat like I'm in a coffin. I believe that. And then when I get up, I put all the pillows back on the bed. I don't want the hotel staff knowing what a freak I am when I'm sleeping. I'm sure. So speaking of debonair, did you catch the Ashole episode? Did you click on it and watch? About five seconds. I was here for it. So you didn't watch it. How uncomfortable. When I saw when I saw an uncomfortable episode. When I saw passes, Dan's nipples were pointing to the floor. I said, I can't watch this. Because he it's, has some definite moves we, going on. Yeah. We hired a, a new person to work the cafe. So we walk the, yes. I walk the guy in. His name's Sean. I walk Sean into your office. 
and one of their shows is going on because they recorded two shows. We meet in there for an hour, hour and ten minutes, and we come out, and we're in the middle of the second episode. second episode was the nude episode. And they're completely naked, and he walks out, and he says, oh, my, <laughs> is this what I have to look forward to every single week? And I said, no, this is, I don't know what's going on yeah. here. We'll just block your eyes, and we'll go downstairs. I'm glad they took care of that in the old set, or we would have to burn this one down, right? Yeah, that's just, <laughs> we wouldn't be starting off on the right foot. I'll be working with Dan on Wednesday. But I'll they, lay down the ground so rules. So they start off, you can see they're uncomfortable at the very beginning, but I, watched, I end, watched it all. They were very, very comfortable in their own skin. Rubbing really. butter on each other's yeah. chests. It was crazy. You know, you really could but use kid. a little manscaping. And the same deal, if, if they want to see theashholes.net, they go on there and they can watch the video. If they, right you don't on, have yep. to watch it. It'll, if you do look at it, it's going to burn in your brain forever and ever. Just, but. Five minutes will do you. But I'll tell you, it's not going to happen on this show. With Barry and I on here, there's no need to ever do that to anybody. Am I right? We're not ever doing that. You're right. Yeah. I'd do it. Really? Yeah. Depends there's a question what, to ask. It depends what the offer was, right? Yeah? I would do, depending on the offer. Oh, my God. I have absolutely I not. And whether or not it was a closed set. What? This closed? Was a live, this was a live studio audience they had. There How many be, people were there? Uh, by the end of the show, none. They all left. But <laughs> they started off with like six, seven people. Wow. Very interesting. Okay, we've got to bring Sean up. So how do we do this? Sean's got his headset hanging from the hook right there. And that is what? Guest two, guest one? Should be guest one. It says guest two, so. Well, try that. We're going to see if it's guest two. All guest right, so two. Sean is our champion, so we have to do this here. Say something, Sean. Why is Jonathan so obsessed with pee? That's a good question, Sean. I just like it, okay? <laughs> I just like it. Okay, this Classic Day in Classic History is brought to you by Classic Cigars. You've heard of epic rap battles. <laughs> but now it's time for the epic battle. Wow. It's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes. For this day. Tell anyone about this, I'll kill you. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. In classic history. Is looking at you, kid. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Nervous? Yes. All classic cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic, and every cigar is priced under, get this, under $3 per cigar. You like that, baby? Let him know where I came from, yeah! Choose any blend, including the classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste, the classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor, or the classic Cuban for its sweet, sun-grown, and nutty overtones. That's undertones, you idiot! Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. Okay, Sean's going to go first. All right. Uh, today is August 12th. Born today is Anthony Ray. Any idea who Anthony Ray is? Not a clue. Mr. Jonathan, come on. He's the uh, owner of the Devil Rays. He is not. He is also known as Sir Mix-a-Lot. Ah. Sir Mix-a-Lot. Baby got back. <laughs> I like big butts. He uh, had, double up. And, uh, uh. and did music in the Grammy Award-winning hit song, Baby Got Back. He continued to produce music over the past several decades but has never matched his success for his ode to girls with big butts. Born today, Anthony Ray or Sir Mix-a-Lot, what year was he born? Let's go with 1962. 62. 1959. 59. I have 62 written down. 62. We have two at 62. Without going over, it's 63. We got a point for each of you guys. 
I studied too. <laughs> you did? <laughs> no. Okay, it's over to Mr. Jonathan. George Hamilton. Ah, uh, yes, the Permatan guy. There we go. Uh, actor. Films include Love at First Bite, Zorro, The Gay Blade, The Godfather Part 3, Doc Hollywood, Eight Heads in a Duffel Bag. He's always got a tan. He is extra crispy for KFC. I don't know if you know that. George Hamilton, <coughs> born today, what year? Uh, 1930. 1930. 1947. 47. 44. 44. Mr. Jonathan gets the point. It's 39. 1939. So we got a three-way tie here and two questions to go. Barry Stein, born tomorrow. Awesome. Studied for that one. You did? No. <laughs> so August 13th, born tomorrow. Fidel Castro. Infamous Cuban dictator and revolutionary who came to power in 1959 and served as the country's prime minister and as its president until 2008. He died last year. Fidel Castro. What year was he born? 19... My math is way wrong here. There was no carry. 1931, 1929. 29. You're up, Sean. I'm going to go with 1926. 26. 1919. 19. Somebody's got two points. Damn, Skippy, I do. Sean, two points. 1926. He gets two points. Nice. We have one question left. It's three to one to one. He's our champion. You need two points just to tie. We're going to see Sean here again next week. And this goes to Barry? I think so. Sure. Alfred Hitchcock. Iconic director, known as the master of suspense, for his classic films including Psycho, Rear Window, North by Northwest, Vertigo, Dial M for Murder, and The Birds. One of the most influential filmmakers of all time, he directed over 50 feature films and works continue to be circulated through film critics and classic movie channels. Big Cigar Smoker, Alfred Hitchcock, born today, what year? 1905. 1905. Sean. Uh, calculating. 1898. 1898. 1913. 1913. One point to Sean and our champion. There we go. He said 19... You said 19... 1898. 1898. It's 1899. Wow, he was off by one. Holy smokes. He's our champion. Congratulations again. Congrats, Sean. He's good. He's good. I'm sure you cheated, but... So I got to do the Barry Stein thing next week. I got to really change it up make it tough for him he, he is a accountant right yes he's, 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 on he's numbers. a human calculator he's the human calculator he's probably doing three days before three days after what's that mean i he, saw what studies. you did you two days back you did my thing and then you said the date and then you went two two back and yeah whatever i come with what i always deduct two all right that's so you're my not secret. over or whatever yeah that's your secret of losing? Yes. Yes, that's good. Keep that up. It's working out good. So we got time for a lightning round of emails because we get a lot of them. We say we're going to get yep. to them all the time. Today's the day, Mr. J. All right, I'm going we just back. just got a letter. I'm going back a little ways here. Uh, this is Vinny from Jersey, uh, and he wrote to us, Thank you for such an informative show on Maduro cigars. As a classic sweet Maduro smoker, I appreciate not only the description of the true process along with the shortcuts, but also sharing with us the cigars on the market 
that you believe to be doing it right. I would like to coin the nickname of Professor Garofalo, as your knowledge is impressive. During the Maduro show, the professor suggested to dissect a cigar in a future episode. I agree, as I think your best shows have been when you go back to the basics and explore cigar manufacturing and production techniques. I would also like to thank Mr. Jonathan for always correcting Mushmouth. I think I think he means <laughs> yes, you. Yes, he means yes. me. Uh, when he continues to incre- incorrectly pronounce Christian Aroa's na- last name. Peter Hudson. That's all I got. Vinny from Jersey. Ah. Why are you going to pick on Peter? <laughs> so if Dave's professor, does that make you Marianne? Yes. <laughs> yes. The Professor Marianne, Marianne. Well, you sure as hell ain't the skipper. Ah, Gilligan all day, every day. I think you're giving yourself a little credit there, Mrs. Howell. There we go. Go ahead, bang them out. All right. We also, just got a letter submitted through the contact us page of thecigarauthority.com. Hi, Mr. J. I was listening to the podcast this morning, and you guys may owe Leon an apology. You'll remember Leon is the guy we made fun of for asking what Zinfandels to pair with cigars, and we basically said, "That's a girly drink. Try drinking real wine." You uh, said, "Oh, fine." Okay. I said, "You didn't snicker at all." Yeah, you did. Uh, he didn't ask for a pairing for white Zinfandel. He asked for a pairing for Zinfandel. Some grapes, uh, same grape, but uh, very different wine. While white is white Zin is considered sweet and unsophisticated, there are some good, very good Zinfandel wines, some quite peppery or with notes of barbecue. And this is from Louis. Barbecue. I never had a wine with never barbecue. Had, no. Well, Never. We, we may have to explore this whole Zinfandel thing. I'm, I'm intrigued. I would like to try a barbecue tasting wine. You Pretty should good. write back and tell us which Zinfandel. Yeah, tell well, me one, which one has he barbecue. Listens taste. to the show clearly, so he could just write into us and Maybe tell us which bar, which uh, wines taste like barbecue. Uh, also submitted through the contact us page. First off, I love the show and have listened to every episode. Everyone really, eight years. Who's this? Do we owe an Randy. apology? Yes, we do. Yes, I, I apologize in advance of the future and the past of it. I, I would say if it was um, somebody in Canada, Rudy has probably listened to every show. But we have oh, without else. a doubt, yeah. I started smoking cigars because my friend wanted me to build him a humidor for his birthday and so began research on building techniques for humidors uh, and what were the best cigars to put in them. Oh. I built two, one for him and one for me, and then later a large cabinet humidor. Just when I had run out of storage space for full boxes in the cabinet, I looked into a coolador. I now have 20 boxes of cigars in the cooler along with Spanish cedar scraps for my other projects, and I must say the best-tasting cigars come out of the cooler. Really? Possibly because during the spring and fall months when the house has temperature fluctuations, Ah. the cooler has the ability to insulate the cigars from those swings and better maintains a more even temperature. My digital hygrometer always reads 70 degrees and 68% humidity. Just wanted to share with you my success with the Coolador. It does work, and it costs less than 80 bucks to put together. I live in the communist state of Washington, where smoking cigars in your backyard is one of the last places you can enjoy this hobby. Wow. Thank you guys for all you do, and I can honestly say I've never tasted pea pods in any cigar. Mm. Twinkies and ding-dongs, yes, but no pea pods. Mm-hmm. Keep smoking. So he Randy. does listen. You haven't done the pea pod in a long time. Because I only say pea pods when I taste it. It, it seems to be the odd thing for you guys. Yes, that but and Brussels sprouts. And I've never tasted a Brussels chestnuts. Shut up. And in Washington State, you can't even smoke in a cigar shop. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. crazy. It's getting worse, folks. 
All right. Also submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. Hello, Cigar Authority. My name is Brad, and I'm from New Brunswick, Canada. I've been interested in cigars for the past five or six years, but really got serious about the hobby about a year and a half ago. Loving the show and the conversations around cigars and, of course, the banter back and forth between you guys. Looking forward to taking a trip down to see you guys in the near future. As for a possible show idea, I do enjoy cigars, but I also enjoy collecting cigar accessories. Wondering what kind of accessories you guys use. Lighters, I'm loving my Vertigo lighter. Humidors, ashtrays, types of humidification, cutters, etc. Thanks and keep up the good work, Brad. You know, with, with all the... the Funky stuff like cigar holders and claps. We could do a whole show on all the cigarbage, you know, cigar. I thought cigarbage was when they give away crap. When you buy a box of cigars, they give you a bunch of no, trinket but you, nonsense. So many people have invented things that, you know, get yeah. something out of clips on the cigar, can. Cigar Easy, I think it is. Yeah. It clips on a bottle. Yeah. And it sticks it out of like a half an inch from the bottle. So yeah. when the bottle sweats, it doesn't get on your cigar. Yeah. There's so many things over the years. pretty inventive. Yeah. And, you know, they go through their, their little phase of their here and there, and then they're gone. Uh, some of them that we have not taken on is, you know, somebody will send me one and say, what do you think of this? And I'm like, oh, my God, don't do it. Well, I already did. You know, made the mold and things off and running. Oh, my God, this is crazy. You, you remember some oh, yeah. You've seen them. You were Without mentioning any years. names. Yeah. Uh, I would say. That's a show. Not only am I loving my Vertigo jets, and, and I, because I fly with them, I use the Vertigo Cyclone on a daily basis it's just a workhorse but uh, you really cannot go wrong with the lotus uh, jaws cutter that is a cigar cutter that latches on you don't end up with that dome effect that you get because it has a serrated, serrated just, yeah right? it catches and those serrations protect the blade and strengthen the blade that cutting edge so you can go through many <coughs> more cycles without the blade dulling and for 30 bucks yeah what a awesome. bargain next all right. Also submitted through the Contact Us page. I love the show. As someone who subscribes to many podcasts, I must commend you on the quality program you put out week after week. Thank you. Obviously, I'm a cigar guy, but your show is truly entertaining. Even when you lose focus on the cigars from time to time or all the time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the on-air chemistry you three have is a rare thing among podcasts. I have a question about one of your favorite brands. It happens to be a favorite of mine as well. Thanks to your official cutting commercials, I got into Perdomo Cigars a couple of years ago. You hear that, Janine? It's working. That's right. I know she's listening. She listens every week. Uh, I can honestly say I've never been disappointed in the quality of a Perdomo cigar. It's unbelievable. I rank their Bourbon Barrel Age series among the best cigars one can buy for under $10, and I agree. I do have one frustration. Perdomo lacks selection when it comes to thinner ring gauge cigars. The longer I've smoked, True. the more I gravitate toward thinner ring gauge cigars I'm a steady Robusto smoker, but a true 50 ring gauge Robusto. I'm really getting into Coronas lately, and other than their petite cigars, I never seem to find Perdomo cigars in anything less than a 54 ring gauge. I'm wondering if you guys have any suggestions for Perdomo cigars in the 50 ring or below. Thanks in advance, and keep on lighting up. So they're lot 23, I believe, come in 50 ring gauges. Right, traditional ring gauge. But also the, the tube, the Magnum. That's they Magnum fifty. The Magnum yep. fifty is a 50, 50 ring gauge. Yep. Uh, it's a Toro size cigar, six inches. But yeah. you got a straight fifty there. But I'll uh, agree with them. I wish they had a Corona on some of their cigars. Yeah. And I don't know if he's talking about some of the um, 
the one in a tin. The older tins, but the newer tins, that petite Corona, it's a Corona cigar in a shorter format, four inches. But, yeah, man, a, is it packed with flavor. It's a 444. And the, the, um, you get four of them in a tin. Yeah. And the, the youngest tobacco in those things is 10 years old. Mm. It's, it's a great cigar. How about the little Cameroon one he has once in a while? That, um, the squared, Potomo squared nope, we're talking about? No. Nope. It's a little size, the little Cameroon one. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Box. Um, there's also, if you get in the 20th anniversary, he's got torpedoes in all of those. You get the torpedo because you can cut it at 50 ring gauge. And I'm telling you right now that the 20th Connecticut is in my regular rotation, not even by the week. It's almost by the day Yeah. because it's so good. And he's, he, nobody makes a torpedo like Perdomo. And Period. I'll say this. And I, you're going to hate me for this. Yeah. Garofalo, three out of the four sizes are 50 ring gauge. It's made by Perdomo. It's some of his best stuff. Yeah, I don't hate you for it. It's good. It's good stuff. Got anything else? I'm caught up. You're caught up? You're not not caught up. And when we say caught up, when a lot of people say the same thing, we just pick one of them that said it nicer or whichever one. Not that I'm not going to get to the other ones, but it's a lot of the same stuff. Okay. So um, we're smoking the Dos Ombre Honduran. All the cigars we smoked today, both cigars we smoked today, is the Lonsdale, speaking of smaller ring gauges. And I've been appreciating smaller ring gauges. 46? 46. 46. I'm starting to yep. dig the, four, the, the smaller ring gauge. I look I w- forward to pairing this with some coffee up here at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe because I'm getting a definitive roasted coffee off of the cigar. I'm with you on the roasted, but I don't taste the coffee. It's more of a nutty kind of thing going on for me. Well, we like different coffees. You like some roasted of these peanuts. You like some of these special blends. I'm not a coffee guy by all means. You're going to become one. I'll tell you right now. Wait till you see the stuff we got coming. I mean, you make fun of me for Pilon with Cuban coffee, which is like $3.99 a can. A pound, yeah. Yes. So. Oh, yeah, it's really cheap it's stuff. It's really Freeze cheap stuff. Freeze dried. It, it's, and it's that cheap because it's the sugar. Well, you have to put sugar in that to make it taste good. Can't he just- has made coffee for me that I swore he put cocoa in it yeah. and sugar. And I drink my coffee black with nothing in it. And I said, what did you do here? It's a flavored coffee. What, what do I have here? And he says, nothing. And I said, you put sugar in this? Sometimes cream because the creme on it is yeah. so unbelievable. There's, you know, it, it's just like machine-made cigars, you know, domestic, white owls or whatever, uh, a Philly, a, you know. And listen, those things sell in the billions, taking nothing away from them. And then you end up having a premium cigar. It's oh a my whole God, different ballgame. It's a different mm-hmm. world. They're not even the same. They're in different worlds. The same thing happens with coffee. You start having great coffee. Oh, my God, it's hard to go back. It's like, how could you, you know, the people that taking nothing from, you know, acid cigar or something. Mm-hmm. Somebody starts off smoking acid cigars and will take Keith, for instance, our manager in the Seabrook store. He was a customer and he used to smoke acid cigars. He's been with me now 10 years. I said, just smoke one. It's been how long? It's been eight years since you even had one. Try one. No way. Because it's a different product. It's, it's a, not even the same. Different. And something I'll say about coffee is you may, you may like coffee right now because you like your milk and sugar flavored like coffee. But if you can start taking away the sugar, you'll realize that either you're drinking less quality coffee and you need to upgrade your coffee game because once you get into these micro lots of 
specialty roasted coffees. And each you one just tastes don't, different. You just don't go back. Yeah. You don't go back. I Cold can't brew, drink. Nitro. I'm not taking anything away from your Pallone coffee. Mm. I can't drink it, even with the sugar in it, because it just doesn't taste right to me. It's an acquired taste. If I didn't live in Miami, I might not have gotten onto it like I did, but it was something that you did at work three or four times a day, yeah. and it just became something I did. My new thing is I'm, I'm obviously cold brewing all the time, but the cold brew has higher caffeine content, which I don't want. So if you heat up the cold brew coffee, you kill some of the caffeine off. So I've been steaming my cold brew. Game changer. Really? Oh, my God. Because you, you go Game changer. I have a, a cup or two with you, and then i am got the jitters, and i got to back off. And now we're going to put nitro, nit, nitroglycerin. What is it? Nit- <laughs> we're going to put nitroglycerin in the coffee. It's going to be an explosive cup. Nitro. It's uh, nitrogen. Nitrogen. Nitrogen-infused cold brew. we got a still coming where it's going to cold brew into a still. It's going to be crazy. This is off the charts. we got some stuff coming on just a week or two away. So that's it. Next week, Eric Hansen from Hammer and Sickle Cigars joins us with his vodka, and we're going to uh, dig deep into predictions into the cigar industry in the near future that we think these are going to happen. We do it every single year. Merges, acquisitions, buyouts, sellouts. Uh, we're going to talk about it all. Will these come true? Are we making them up? Yes, we are. Um, <laughs> Some of them. Who do you think goes with who? Our predictions next week. Until then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And when you happen to be smoking your Dos Ombre, whether it's the Dominican or the Honduran, always remember, keep the lid end out of your mouth. tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.